it going? I am Ashley Rose, but you can call me Ash. We're over here at TWM Music or TWM Talks Music. And of course, we talk all kinds of things from sports entertainment, wrestling, you know, the site's based in the UK, but I'm not in the UK. I'm here with, well, with Jackal from the Crimson Ghost. Jackal, how are you, man? I'm fine. Thank you very much. It's pretty warm over here, but besides that, I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So uh, as a brief introduction, the Crimson Ghosts have been around since, uh, I would say, I think you're documented to starting, was it 2001 or 2002? That's true. 2001, we started out as a Misfits cover band. And uh, as time goes by, we started writing our own stuff. And in 2005, we released our first record. So uh, we're going to start off, you know, with a few things, Um, you know, Yes, you know, you did start off as a Misfits cover band, but how would you describe your sound? How would you, for people that are not familiar with your band or any, you know, any, you know, as far as the genre, we would classify it as what? Punk, horror punk, uh, maybe just some people would just classify it as rock. Yeah, I think it's a bit difficult to to categorize that it's. I, I think our first album sounded pretty much like, okay, here's the Misfits album that the Misfits never wrote. So that's what we tried to do. We wanted to write a new, a new Misfits album, basically. But um, it became pretty much obvious that we are not satisfied with just copying another band. So we, we kind of evolved our own style. And um, I think with every record, we, we um, spread out our style. Like uh, on our newest record, we have a lot of keyboards and samples and all that stuff, which we didn't have on, on the records before. Simply in the reason um, I always want to reproduce the songs on stage as well as they are on, on, on the record. So if we got a song on the record that isn't playable live, we cannot play it. I don't want to play it. So um, it was basically more a technical thing that we had to solve. So now we have the sound that we wanted to do. And when you look back, we got everything from really fast grindcore blast beat songs to doom songs to really happy punk tunes. There's everything in it. And I think uh, the main name for all that, you could just call horror punk. And everything is allowed, in my opinion. You know, um, I would say you're probably one of the most popular horror punk bands, along with, uh, I would say, Calibris. Um, you know, your your name is most, you know, it's one of the band names that I've heard like the most often throughout all the years. And surprisingly, have have you ever been to the U.S.? No, we, we uh, had a tour planned in the U.S. This was uh, pretty much at that point when COVID hit. Uh, everything was planned. We uh, we only had to book the flights. We wanted to go with uh, Agai Gulsby from Blitzkid. Uh, we wanted to do a, um, a, an East Coast tour, like I think one and a half weeks long. And just in, in the last moments before everything was fixed and done, COVID hits the planet and nothing was allowed anymore. So unfortunately, we never hit the US, but we want to do that. Yeah, COVID kind of put a stop on everything. You know, I've talked yeah. to several other, you know, people in bands, um, it, especially, you know, bands that rely uh, mainly on touring. It, it it was definitely a, 
it definitely affected everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, I do believe, you know, when you finally get to the U.S., I think it's going to be a great turnout. Because um, like I said, the Crimson Ghost is like one of the bands that I've heard of for the longest time. Well, that's good for us, but um... <laughs> it's, it's, it's honest truth. Like it, it's you know, besides like Blitz Kid, Calibris, Coffin Cats, you know, your name comes up a lot. Yeah, I think, I think one of the reasons that that we come up so often is um, because we are a stable unit. We never had the big lineup changes. There's not like every two months there's a new bass player or something. The only musician we had to say goodbye to was our original drummer, but it was not that uh, he didn't want to play with us anymore, but he was forced to leave the band because he has had an injury on his wrist. So it was a bit difficult that time, but um, we still have a, a stable lineup now with old Nick. He is in a band now for, I think, five years already. We had to, uh, we had to have a replacement drummer for two shows because he had the surgery but uh, he's back in the band now. And so, yeah, I think that's something that people see, recognize, and uh, they always can say, okay, that's the Crimson Ghost. That's the same four guys that were there like years ago. At least that's the point I have in mind. When I see a band and I don't recognize anybody in that band anymore, it's not the same band for me. So it's not of interest. Going back to uh, the the new album that you just released it does sound i will say this um and and i've told you that i've enjoyed it you know i've heard it uh it does sound different than i would say this it sounds familiar but it's nice that there's a difference in it like it's a good balance mm -hmm. um you know and of course you know i wanted to have you on as well because i wanted you to talk about it i wanted you to talk about the new album that yeah. came out um, it is different, but it's very familiar. So it's a good, good, solid balance, which I really like. Uh, any inspirations for, you know, the songs that came out, you know, as far as what made, um, you know, you as a band decide to add these new elements like, you know, keyboards and things like that? Um, well, first off, this uh, it sounds familiar thing. I think that's pretty much um, natural because when we started writing the songs, uh, there were no plans that I wanted to change that with the keyboard and everything. It was more or less the same writing process that I had on the album before. So everything was pretty much the same Crimson Ghost stuff, only with new songs. And then uh, during COVID, I started experimenting with stuff since we weren't allowed to meet each other and have rehearsals as a band. So I tried different things and um, I really liked what came out with that, with that new piano stuff and, and, and church organs and all that stuff. The only thing I had to worry about is how would, would I do it live? What can I do to bring this on stage? Because we didn't want to have an, another member, a keyboard player or anything with us. So we had to do it with a, with a sample player. And uh, we had to figure out how to bring that sample player on stage without hitting it all the time, but more or less leaving it running in the background. And when the, the sample has to come, it will fire off. So I figured out how that works. 
and uh, when I when I saw there are no limits anymore, I just kind of exploded. I just did whatever came to my mind, and um, there was some 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 kind of some kind of goal. I wanted to make more and more and more on top. I, I just didn't want to have this typical two guitars, one bass, one voice, one drums. I, I just didn't want it to have that. I wanted to make it big. So that's what I tried to, and I think I succeeded. It sounds awesome, man. I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I like it sounds awesome. It it totally like hit all the right spots with me, you know, it mentally and I I love it, man. Like I absolutely love it. Like I think Thank it's you. I think it's so awesome. Um interesting enough, uh, you know, I wanna get into Fiend Force, uh, because mm-hmm. that is a I would say one of the primary uh parts of your music career as a band. So um, for those who don't know, you know, how would you explain what Fiend Force was, just in a summary? Well, Fiend Force was uh, the first horror punk label, uh, or the only horror punk label, as far as I know. Um, yeah, we were there for, I think, three album albums it was. And then we went on to another label just to see what what else could come towards us, how else some somebody could help us with our with our stuff and uh yeah but uh we were for three records we were on Fiendworth records it was um back then it was only owned by um Thorsten Wilms from the other and uh Jonas Nietzsche he was more for the layout stuff and yeah they ran that pretty well but we had that feeling of we had to go on so we tried something new and uh then after a few years they uh canceled business and uh, Fiendfuss was dead, and now they are back, but it's only uh, Torsten and uh, Flo. So I don't know what, what Jonas is doing now, but yeah, Fiendfuss is back as far as I know. Uh, you know, horror punk always seems to like come back. Uh, it's just, I think it's just one of the most iconic parts of, you know, like just rock, punk rock in general, because, you know, you have bands like The Misfits originally and then you got like danzig and then you know the other formations of the misfits like we we won't get too into that because we could talk about that all day every day and have a great debate about it Mm -hmm. um interesting enough uh we did have a previous guest that does have a song with you on this album that i believe also was part of fiend force or toward with uh you're talking about chris yeah chris or yeah, Nimvind as yeah, sure. Know him as. Uh, so, what was that like as far as doing a song with them? Um, it felt pretty natural because uh, I worked with him so many times already in the in the past. On on our last record, he did some stuff. Um, I did some stuff for him as well. I did a remix for uh, for a song of him. We know each other for years and years, so it was pretty easy to just yeah exchanging ideas and and basically it was like uh, okay we got a song ready that's how it always works for me we we write a song i listen to that song when it's pre-mixed and then i think about okay who could sing on that or what does it remind me of who would sing that song maybe and uh the secubic night song was a song that i thought okay that's chris so let's ask him if he wants to do it. And 
he wanted to do uh, the part and he always played some guitars on that so it was pretty awesome i'm happy to have him on board yeah uh, you know uh like i said you know he was on you know we had like a great talk about his upcoming uh song and a lot of other things you know in regards to his career mm-hmm. uh, because he's had a very extensive career oh yeah so now you know back to you know let's talk about you jackal let's let's talk about you know what do you like uh let's talk horror movies let's talk you know what are your interests what are your hobbies for you know the people that may not know something about you uh that you're into like what's your favorite horror movie oh well the favorite horror movie i think uh still isn't always will be the thing from john carpenter the kurt russell one i think oh. that's my favorite horror movie if it comes to gore and effects and all that stuff um it's very claustrophobic and it has a pretty awesome mood and i think the effects even though they were not made with a computer or anything they it's are just so top good yeah, they're so good oh, the, yeah and it's uh it's that fear of isolation and survival and yeah not yeah. knowing exactly who the thing is not necessarily like what the thing is but who it could be yeah me it could be you it could be anyone yeah pretty much uh you could just uh, translate it to normal society who's the asshole you know it really is you know and yeah. that's that's based off of i guess you know opinion you know because i've always said you know people are going to like what they like regardless yeah. of what you know i may believe about one person what you may believe about one person we could have completely two different you know yeah ideas as to who's True. what yeah um but but yeah uh, that would be my my favorite horror movie if it comes to gore and effects and all that stuff but uh, if it comes to really creepy horror movies, I think it's Paranormal Activity. This one really gave me the chills. When I saw it the first time, it was like 2 a.m. in the middle of the night. I didn't even know what yep. to expect. It, it was really like, okay, I got this movie here. Let's just watch. And I think it was like maybe 45 minutes into the movie. I was ugh, just sitting there having the creeps and goosebumps everywhere. So, yeah. This one really impressed me. You selected to watch it at 2 a.m. It wasn't it wasn't really like I wanted to do at that point. <laughs> it, it was just, yeah, so it's it's a weekend. I'm still awake, still not tired. Let's not let's watch another movie. And I started that one and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Oh man. And uh any interesting uh stories uh as far as being on tour on on that side of the world because you know we are in two different time zones you and i yeah oh touring that's so long ago already i mean the last tour that we had was in 2019 i guess so that's so long ago and there's always stupidest shit is happening and it's like worth a laugh and there is there's always stuff that you will remember, but it's not the stupid stuff. It's more like uh, impressions that you get, like being in a foreign country, standing on top of a mountain somewhere, looking down on Italy and all that stuff. This is something that I remember. But the weird stuff is happening all the time. Like in in one hour, this is happening, and you think, okay, it it cannot get crazier than that. And the next hour, something else happened, and you think, okay, madhouse. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, day-to-day life. I mean, yeah, 
it is you know i see weird shit happening all the time on the internet but you know you shouldn't believe everything that's on the internet though that's true that's absolutely true but but it's entertaining yeah yeah but uh to a point where it hurts yeah absolutely absolutely (laughs) um so we've gone over that uh we've gone over you know you have anything interesting uh you know tour wise and disregard my cat. He says hello. <laughs> hello, <funny>. cat. <laughs> that would be Draven if you hear him. Draven? I don't hear him. I just see him sometimes. Oh, he's well, good. The, then my mic settings are working correctly. <laughs> Great. Because he's loud. He is very loud. Um, so we've gone over Fiend Force. Uh, what? Let's, you know, let's talk about, you know, let's go to the, the basics of any any conversation interview. What are your influences just in, not necessarily just in music, but in life? Well, mm, I think in the beginning of the Crimson Ghost influences, of course, were the Misfits. There's not, there's no way I can deny that. It is obvious. But um, the more the band was existing, the more I found other inspirations and not really from other bands, but more... uh, like I got more ideas from 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 things that I um, heard on on a soundtrack, or in, I just saw that in a movie. I heard something in a movie that is in, running in the background, where I thought, okay, when you have this bass line, you could actually go something different with two guitars and whatever. And, and this inspired me a lot, like going out of a nutshell, you know, like not going for one direction. It has to sound like the Misfits, but it it could go anywhere and nobody is allowed to tell us what we have to sound like it's just us it's just me i write the songs i can decide what they have to sound like so uh inspiration comes from everything and when it comes to lyrics inspiration is completely different now than it was back then back then i was like watching every horror movie trying to making a a song text out of it and uh today it's more like um uh, every day's life um is difficult enough I and mean, you see enough horror stuff when you just change a few words you can make an, an awesome horror text but in fact when you read between the lies uh, lines uh, you, you can just see what happens today what's going on in society so actually horror texts are not that different from just uh, social criticism in my opinion, or they can be. Of course, I could sing an- another so- a zombie movie song text, but, uh, you know. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. The world is frightening right now. Oh, yeah, it is. Just in general. And the fact that we have access to like so much knowledge in the world, uh, you know, it's in general, society is frightening. Yeah, that's, I think that's the, the most perverted thing at all in, 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 in general because you have so much information. Everybody could be like super intelligent and super informed, but instead everybody's like choosing the stupidest form, the stupidest information and being like a total dick. I, I, I don't get it why people choose to be stupid. I mean, they get all they can have all the information in the world and they are still stupid or most of them. You know, 
back in the back in the day when I was, you know, like when I was in my 20s, my early 20s, I used to work at a at a tattoo shop as a body piercer. And I remember uh my boss, you know, he had his aftercare sheet that he's had for ages for piercing, which is like, you know, the the basics, you know, wash with antibacterial soap, et cetera, et cetera. And I had asked him, you know, like, why do we only give them, you know, the aftercare instructions just on a paper that's like this big without like actually going over everything? He's all and he had told me simple fact is, Ashley, people are stupid. So you have to make it as simple as possible. I'm not saying that I'm greater thou or, you know, greater than anyone in, in that aspect, but. Um, I always equate it to that when I tell people like that is the most prominent thing that always stands out to me anytime. Like, you know, you just have to be as to the point and simple as possible. I think when it comes to, you know, just sharing as much as you can with people. And, but at the same time, you know, people can receive it completely inaccurate as well even something so simple so yeah and that's the world we live in and and, some, and sometimes i have the impression that people choose to understand it the wrong way or go the wrong way it just simply because they can choose what way they want to go they go the wrong way just because maybe they think they're rebels or something i don't know Yeah, uh, it's kind of, you know, like I said, you know, you can say that you like mustard and someone would take it, take offense that you hate, like, you know, ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Even though you had, you didn't say anything in reference to it at all. But that's, I mean, it's yeah. like I yeah. said, world's, world's a crazy um, place right now. So, yeah. And everybody's offended all the time about everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I try you know not, not to be i mean that's it's not easy sometimes yeah so you know we've gone over the world uh are you a reader you you like books do you read uh yeah i, I try to let's say it that way you uh, I, li I, li i really like reading i really like to take the time to read but um most of the time i really like um There's stuff in my head that I, I have to do this, I have to do that, and I have to go through that. Oh, and tomorrow I have to think about this and that. So it's always something going on in my head, and I just cannot calm down enough to have a just decent reading time. It's seldom, really seldom. But I like when, when I get the time, I really like it. Yeah, it's, you know, I I can relate. Like I said, you know, I have a busy schedule. So I understand, you know, we get sidetracked on just like i said you know everything it's it's almost like you know even after covid happened like uh i mean there's still cases of it around let's be honest yeah, sure. um but once it slowed down it's it's it almost feels like life is just picking up faster like at a quicker pace to like almost catching trying to like almost play catch up with everything i think it, it it's not necessarily um The, the the speed that everything happens with but everything is happening at the same time there you go that's what i feel like uh no matter where you go on the weekend everywhere are some some shows and concerts and whatnot i i think this is way more than before covid and sometimes it's uh, for us as a band it's really difficult to 
to get a show at all right now because every bigger band that has to reschedule their their shows they are playing now and they they are like long lists for every club like when when the next band will come and booking lists are so long and you have to wait for months and months until you can have a show at all so it's not it's not really easy right now yeah it's you know we've gone over that we've gone over you know movies uh we've definitely gone over the new album so who would you like to collaborate with i mean we already we know you collaborated with nimvin so any anyone else you'd be interested in yeah well we collaborated with a with a lot of people on that new album i mean uh Goolsby from Blitzkid was on it and uh TB was on it. We had Slaughterlamp from Hellgreaser on that. Uh, we have uh Pete Nine from Wolfskull. So there, there were a lot of guests on that one. The only person that didn't even respond, and I hope you can hear that and respond the next time, uh is the singer from Calabrese. I wanted to have him on that album as well, but didn't really work out. Maybe next time. Singer with Bobby? So Bobby, I think it was Bobby, yeah. Bobby, because I know Jimmy's not in the band anymore. I think, I think, yeah, Jimmy I know that, yeah. Stepped away, and who we all greatly miss, by the way. <laughs> so, um, but you know, that's that's cool. Um, I I haven't had Calabrese on at all, but I would welcome them, of course. But they're incredibly busy. I can imagine. Yeah, I guess so. I was like, I, I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy, <laughs> but. Yeah, um, hopefully, you know, maybe, you know, Bobby will come on. I, I I, would love to hear that. I would love to see, you know, like, at least what type of sound it would be and as well as, like, what type of track it would be. Yeah. It would be really cool. But when it goes outside of horror punk, I really uh, would like to work with Devin Townsend. That would be a guy who I would like to work with just to, to see how... How much of a madman he really is if i can if i can understand what he would do with the music at all if he would be able to work together that would be something interesting to do yeah all right well before we you know we close out here uh anything that you want to spread you know as far as with your fans anything you want to share anything you want to say uh well first of all of course check out a new album forevermore you can find that everywhere on spotify deezer bandcamp where not on youtube as well um and uh take a look on october and november because the crimson ghost will go on tour for two weeks cannot really say with who this will be but it is somebody who you want to see live i'm sure about that All right, so October, so around Halloween, perfect timing. Around Halloween, yep. Perfect timing. That's that's yes, lovely. it is. It is. <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> uh, any so uh, as far as I, you know, I I'm clearly tattooed. So uh, what you got going on there? <laughs> oh, actually, uh, this is pretty new for my for myself. I I got them like three or four months ago. We got the uh, moth from Silence of the Lamps. Cheryl from Evil Dead, Fred Krueger, Jason Voorhees, and Belial from Basket Case. So there's a lot of room on this side here, and I think uh, the thing will definitely be on there. Ah, very cool. One very form cool. of it, yeah. Very, very cool. 
Uh, very cool. Well, you know, thank you for being on. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for Absolutely. having me. I was, I was like very hesitant to reach out. So I was kind of glad, you know, why we, not? I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know why. Like, and also, uh, you know, I like to spread my interviews out like so many weeks between, you know, doing like my other interviews and then gradually like migrating into like my music interviews. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I was just, uh, I was, I was nervous. I was like, yeah, you know, like, should I, should I reach out? Should I not? So, but thank you. Thank you so much for being on. And like I said, I love the new album. I think it's, I think it's cool. I, I think it's definitely something that's a, it's, it's very needed right now. It, It very, it's, you know, it, it like touches all the right nerves mentally when it comes to sound. So I love it, man. But um, yeah, I'll tell your friends about it. (laughs) Absolutely, man. I'll like, I'll link everything to so here. So thanks for coming on everyone. Have a good day or night, wherever.